it's about recognizing you know your interconnectivity with the universe and the things around you how your actions how your thoughts things again not just that you do but even the things that you don't do you know that's that uh, how that affects you know your environment the mind Standing in my studio, the world is my studio Searching through my soul, I question, what is there I truly know? People I don't understand, saying things I don't accept Even though they talk a lot, ain't said shit yet I don't wanna know regret, live life with any debt Plus I already face so many different threats Some of this is indirect, but all of this is cause effect Whatever position in the universe, we all connect Damn, so many disrespects and neglect But still expect to prosper, to elevate So much is out of check, haven't we evolved yet? What are we involved with? Are we just to spectate, some of us are targets Economies of markets and profits and margins are problems Still I hear a voice that's been calling out from a distance What is this resistance? Could it be my soul's life, purpose of existence? I've traveled far and wide and just went overseas My journey was concluding, learn it's endless I don't know if I've imagined most of what I fear Regardless if I recognize the source, not sure it makes a difference Searching for resemblance, suffering remembrance Thoughts become my sentence, what is the significance? This is just coincidence, or just my Experience, could it be my consciousness and far beyond intelligence? Question of my innocence, looking at the evidence, losing all my confidence and moving towards acceptance. Once I lived in ignorance, then I lived in arrogance, then I lost my residence, and now I live in loneliness. Looking through the darkness and vastness of space, pissed off about my life like it all was a waste. In so many environments, I felt out of place. And even when there wasn't ground beneath my feet, somehow still seemed to fall on my face. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever find home. Discover some civilization where I don't feel alone. My heart is hardened through my hardships, almost turned into stone And even though that's mostly self-inflicted misery, that's something I've known Feeling trapped by the work I've postponed And even burdens like I need to atone Frustrations have grown I question what was nuclear Considering my universe is True tell us what it do, what it does It's your man Sunny Day, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God Deeply embedded in the flesh And this is the podcast, Tell Me The Truth. Tighten it up. Hello, everyone. This is Sunny Days, and this is the podcast, Tell Me The Truth. We got an exciting show for you today, and we're going to go right in with our sponsors. Brought to you by Sky High TV. Coming at you from my man, E. Youngin. Check him out on episode four, uh, Rocky Mountain High. Also, you know, if you go to the uh, Facebook page, or you go to episode four's page. We got all the links for E Youngin doing it big with Sky High TV. Just saw my man got LLC'd up. So support local business around here, people. You know, support all them truth tellers. Uh, big shout out to all the guests who've ever been on the show. Big shout out to everybody. So, as you always know, we love to plug the web page. Come check us out at www dot tell me the truth dash podcast dot com we have our links to instagram facebook twitter and youtube and all that and we're finna start posting a lot more videos on youtube getting ready to start recording every single um interview slash session and just do it big you know so if you didn't listen to last week's episode snip snip with kale check it out that was our new year's episode but hey if you didn't hear it on that one i'll tell you now happy new year happy 2016 going pretty good for your boy as always so moving right along this is episode number 16 hip-hop lives with marley the messenger and dj robzilla i've known these guys especially marley for like man like at least 12 years full disclosure and uh solid brother always has represented hip-hop you know always has put it down put hip-hop first 
put the essentials and the fundamentals first and has always really inspired me as a local artist in Gainesville, Florida. I'm going to keep it real and give respect where respect is due. He's always kept hip-hop in the forefront, never, you know, swerved on the path, and uh, always has been a genuine representation of hardcore, real, essential, traditional roots hip-hop, you know. So we talk about tons of stuff in the episode. It's, it's awesome, really energy-packed filled with a lot of good stuff so listen chill also i'm looking at the page because i already designed the page and man i got tons of good pictures he gave me tons of videos to put up on here tons of links for him and dj rob zilla you know the web website facebook instagram twitter soundcloud all that so come to the page and check it out so with no further ado i give you episode 16 hip-hop lives with Marley the Messenger and DJ Rob Zilla. Let's go. I'm thinking about the good old days Now quick they slip away But I'm gonna be fine, I'm gonna be fine I'm gonna be alright So light it up and let it roll Let it burn real slow Cause we all know it's gonna be today because I feel like, man, man, you go back at least 10 or 12 years. Oh, man. So, we have a lot to cover. And it sounds like you and my man Fletch go back like 10 or 12 years. <laughs> Quite a while. Yeah. yeah. But let's start with right now. So, okay. I just watched the video. The shit is heavy duty. I like the chrome mic, by the way. <laughs> the polished chrome mic is yeah, serious. Man. I like the shot. It's a um, So... I see that's what's going on right now. So what's going on with the movement right now? Oh my God, you know, as as much as is going on in the many movements around the world because, you know, our, our music and our message and the things we're involved in, you know, they're, they're co- different communities, you know, they're different initiatives. Um, obviously right now, as you said, we just put out this music video, Lost in Space. It's the first music video from our album. Uh, master of the universe um this is technically a, a my album solo album i produced it but robzilla is all over this thing uh doing some very nasty slash beautiful <laughs> work in all forms uh turntablism as you expect incredible turntablism but amazing beatbox on as as you just saw in this first song um but you know uh it's interesting there's a lot of there, there's a lot of things that this album speaks on and, and represents, but, you know, to be honest, you know, like I found myself at a place where so many things kind of seem to fall apart and go in so many different directions. And uh, I had a lot of success. I've had a lot of success. I'm, I'm very fortunate throughout my life and career uh, to work with the people that I've worked with to be in the area that I'm in work <laughs> you know uh, Florida hip hop is is incredible has a long history um, bottom of the top the, the southeast there's, there's incredible things of course we got Atlanta got Atlanta right got up the Miami. road um, but yeah it's a, before I lose myself and everything I'm trying to say you know I just found myself a place where I had to realize you know 
everything that was going on was, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, I could say my own fault or I was responsible for it. I, I saw all at once, you know, I had to realize that the things that I was doing, the things that I wasn't doing, the things I was paying attention to, the things that I was ignoring, the work I was doing, the work I wasn't doing. Murder, like the whole gambit. You know, yeah, yeah. It just kind of all, you know, really hit home all at once, you know. And, and that was very necessary for me to overstand everything. But Master of the Universe is, you know, is kind of about that realization. It's, it's a hard thing to summarize, even in, in the length of interview we'll have today. Uh, but it, it's, a, it was, it's about recognizing, you know, your interconnectivity with the universe and the things around you, how your actions, how your thoughts, things, again, not just that you do, but even the things that you don't do, you know, that's that, uh, how that affects, you know, your environment, the mind, body. Uh, okay, so you like hitting them with like concepts. It's not just music. It's not just entertainment. You hitting them with like actual life and universal concepts in the music. Yeah, man. That's yeah. What's up? Um, I, I've said in, in other songs, my music's a journal of self-realization. So, and it's very much that. Uh, so it's it's the things that I've real I'm realizing right now that I have realized. Of course, a lot of self-reflection going on. It's the things I see around me. It's the things that I know. You know, obviously, it's a reflection of my awareness. But my awareness extends beyond my own. You know, city of of Gainesville. You know, I'm connected to a lot of communities, a lot of people, a lot of suffering, a lot of good things. You know. Yeah, and you know, in the age too. of the internet, like everybody really is you know universal i guess would be the term you know like because this can go out and somebody in japan can listen to it and then now they're checking out your vibe or your vibe or my vibe and it can happen within an hour of posting it it's amazing how we can all communicate with one another and uh <clears throat> you know being the messenger uh i, I want to say that loud and clear you know it's it's time for us all to really unite and and unify together and it's it's an incredible means for us to do that now so Let's take advantage of it and let's come together. Um, yeah, you know, it, but you know, it's, it's almost like one of those Catch-22s, the same vehicle that can bring people together at times, push people apart, you know, because then people get on social media or this or that and go to their meme wars or their 142 yeah. character wars and it's like, well, we could be using this <laughs> same tool. And it's just like that with hip-hop. Look at the 90s in hip-hop. You know, look at the 80s in hip-hop and the 90s in hip-hop. The 80s in hip-hop was like, partying slash bringing people together in the 90s and hip-hop was you know this side versus that side this game versus that game it just went the same tool that was used for unity you know sometimes it's, you know but i think that's like you said that's a universal life lesson you know everything is just a tool like they be talking about guns now mm -hmm. everything is just a tool but it's how you use that tool you know that gives that tool purpose so it sounds like you're using your tool you know, to elevate the people, which is what's up. You know, yeah. that's that 2016. <laughs> that yeah, 2016, man. I mean, man. we do what we do for a lot of different reasons. <clears throat> you know, we, of course, we've, uh, you know, for our love for hip hop culture, our involvement, we are hip hop. We're involved in, in its movement. Um, you know, it's, of course, it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's it's a healthy thing, really. You know, I, I, I appreciate that uh, Brother Karis one preaches that, you know. Uh, that, that hip-hop is a very healthy human skill, you know, perfecting your, your mind and your body, you know, if you if you practice these elements, uh, you know, 
on a regular basis, it's actually very good for your mind and body. Very healthy, productive thing to do. You know, very yeah, fun. Yeah, very fun, yeah. if, healthy. If done properly, if the artist practices absolutely, properly, absolutely, absolutely. That is true. And his Don't show was neck. dope too. His show was dope <laughs> when he was here too. That was that was baby epic. A lot know. of people don't realize he's been here twice. You know, and Talib Kali been here a few times too. Yep. Yep. And it's just, but they're on weird nights. It'd be like on a Thursday or a Tuesday. Yeah, it's hard when it's you know. But I guess they're doing the big cities yeah. on the big nights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad they're coming here, which is key, because <laughs> really the show level around here has dropped off since I've been here. Like it used to be like people come in here and stuff now it's just like or maybe it's just that i've aged out of the 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 age group to where the people they bring here maybe somebody to younger people but they're not somebody I mean, they to have me. a lot of edm shows downtown that are i guess they bring notoriety really famous artists and stuff okay. like that i'm not really into that sort of thing but i think the main thing that killed the scene was probably the, the rave law that happened in gainesville there was a rave law yeah it, it prevented bars from serving alcohol and being open at all past 2 p- two a.m. in the morning and at that point a lot of the DJs in town who were doing things doing big parties I heard this as like a first hand account from a lot of different DJs who like moved to other like bigger cities because of this they were like yeah that rave law it just absolutely killed the nightlife uh, Every, all, the, all the talented artists left because they couldn't make money anymore and that's basically what, what killed, killed the music scene for the most part in Gainesville in Gainesville because I know I've been here for like 12 or 13 years and it seems like the level of heavy duty artists they bring drop unless you catch them at like O'Connor soon or something but the KRS one show was serious as fuck Mm -hmm. I mean I appreciate that he can still you know is still willing to do it you know for any size crowd and still give a top notch show yeah yeah homeboy has (laughs) a lot of love for the culture you know I know he you know I hear different stories, you know, and that when it comes to like booking shows and things about money, you know, I've I've heard different criticisms and there's been shows he hasn't been at, but you know, it's it's complicated. He he does have love, but I do want to say about that show, mm-hmm. shout out to P Funk for uh, hooking up Gainesville with KRS One. Thanks a lot, man. Shout out P Funk. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. Out. He, he, he's why Word. he ended up rolling through here, really. So that was dope. <laughs> Thanks, That's what's man. Up. Thanks. Uh, it was a great show. It was it was packed and uh, high energy. And DJ Robzilla and I, of course, won the bill. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah. doing it up. And, you know, I got to give a shout-out to y'all. I got to give a shout-out to DP. Because, you know, just from my little days of, uh, you know, stomping the path, it's not a whole bunch of us still rocking it, you know. Because I remember... Okay, you're talking about, yeah, long term. Yeah, because yeah, I remember yeah, when yeah, I yeah. first heard your name, uh, it was because my homeboy worked with Kenny. Yep, at, my uh, boy Kenny Montel. Johnson, DJ Kenfolk, Kenfolk, formerly a voice of the people, was originally our drummer when, when H1 and I were just a two-man group, and then we quickly became a band, and he, yeah, he went from our DJ to our drummer. We had no idea he played drums, and basically, after I found out, I got a drum set for him a couple days later. And built, and built on it. <laughs> Yeah. And then you know I do jujitsu with your boy Hector. Yeah, yep, no doubt, yep. no small. doubt. How small is the world? Very small. And this little man but, whooping yeah. my ass every. <laughs> he whooping my ass every Monday and Wednesday. Gaines Village, remember? You know, it's, yeah. it's small. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. One of his greatest strengths and weaknesses. You know, you know. So I want to ask y'all. So how did y'all both get involved in music? Because I mean, 
you seem to be ultra excelling on the MC and the production, and you seem to be ultra excelling on the production and the on uh, DJing. So, you know, we got plenty of time, man. Tell tell us how y'all got into it. Oh man, that is such a deep and varied topic. Um, <laughs> we have time. You gotta not, be careful about well, questions you ask this limited. man we're and the dude <laughs> called the messenger. That you're like, first <laughs> question, I'm days. like, man, like you know. <laughs> we're not limited to an hour. We just try to do a Rosalie, minimum you, of an yeah, hour. You, okay, okay. <laughs> you, go, you go first on this one. Um, personally, I I got into it. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've enjoyed music my whole life. Uh, growing up, um, my mom really liked James Brown and would always be playing his music. Uh, and other soul artists and you know I ended up really liking that that kind of music because I was exposed to it really early on you know and later on I uh, I was just poking around LimeWire or whatever one of those file sharing services and came across a song called Street Fighter vs. Mortal Kombat by uh, DJ Qbert um, and some some other turntable tableist tracks too like some other things he did like uh, Wave Twisters and uh, you know a bunch of other really really cool turntablist music, and based on that, started getting really heavy into turntablism and DJing, um, but wanting to really get into like the hip hop inspired side of it, of like not just mixing songs, but like becoming involved in the music, you know, like making the music your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that, just started practicing, getting in the dojo all the time, you know, just loving it, breathing it, just every morning waking up and wanting to do it. Sometimes, you know, eight, ten hours a day, just wake up, do it, maybe eat in between, go to bed, you know, mm-hmm. wake up again. Because I, I just fell in love with it, you know, it was like, it wasn't like work to me, it was just like what I wanted to do with my time, you know. Still, to this day, you know, I love waking up, just making a track you know, popping up in Logic or Ableton or whatever I feel like that day and just trying to, you know, make some make some fire. But, you know, when you... And that's something I personally notice. When you have a person who's a real artist and they're passionate about something, you get lost in it. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and that's why I give it up to anybody who has a lot of things on their plate and still can actually take the time to produce this music because it takes time. You know, that's one of the reasons I do the podcast because... You know, I'm a cre- you all we're all creatives. So if you're not creating, you know, you just get like depressed and stuff. So I was like, I gotta create. But uh, you know, I just had to find a vehicle to be creative and quick and easy, you know. But that's the thing, like you said, it's not like a job, it's just like something I gotta get out of me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I hear and you when you listen to interviews with some of the greatest and best artists, that's how they describe it. It's not even a thing that it's like, oh, I have to go do this, or oh, I want to go do this. It's like, kind of got to go do this. Yeah, this is just or, a thing that I yeah, do. Or so. it's like, I'm not going to function properly <laughs> for the day. <laughs> right. You know, some people are like that were working out. You know, it's like, oh, I got to go up and run five miles. Like, no, nah, I got to go up and, like, get a track going, get my drum, you know. Let me work on this bass line. Right, right. That, be good. I mean, for me, the biggest advice I could give to anybody who's trying to get into music is to master the state of flow and try to master getting into that state as easily as possible and as often as possible. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> and what do you consider the state of... What is the state of... What's up, Charlie? <laughs> we got... Yeah, we got I just Montana got my son. I just got my son so he could watch us. So he, he just... Uh, he's just video conferenced in. You got the young messenger. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mini messenger. Mini messenger. <laughs> I'll say hey to you in a second. You watch, okay? 
cool deal. Um, uh, so when you say they need to get into the state of flow, what do you, what a, for a person that doesn't know what that means, what does that mean? Well, it basically means uh, accessing a certain state of mind. That means just having, uh, I mean, if you want to get scientific about it, it's about fostering alpha brain waves in your actual, like your brain. You oh, okay, okay. There's actually a state of oh, mind flow that's state. associated the flow with state. Okay, okay, a certain, okay. you know, brain wave. Okay, and actual flow state. There's ways to get in that state, like meditation or, uh, you know, just, I guess, doing an activity that you love, like turntablism. If you lo- really love that, it'll put you in a flow state. Because when you're in the, in the flow state, doing it just becomes easier. You learn. You learn faster. You Your memories last longer. You know what I mean? So... Being in that flow state as much as and often as possible is how you can really get this music thing faster and easier and, you know, be more productive with it. Word up. Word up. And, sir, how did you get into the music? <laughs> um, and find that flow state. <laughs> I mean, you know, as young as I can remember being, I, of course, heard the music. Uh I think the fr- I think the first hip hop like album I held in my hand was was Run DMC. My mom had it on cassette, you know. <clears throat> so like, you know, I, I I grew up with it in my environment and that mentality and that awareness. Um, and then you know, I, I, I was certainly creative in elementary school, but for sure in middle school I'm doing poetry and you know, hip-hop style raps, you know, um, and, and high school was where I got more uh, active as a MC. Um, I, I kind of, even through my, my younger years, I, I was involved in various things like, of course, theater and, uh, and just different leadership organizations, and I was an MC, you know, I was sometimes in charge of an event. Um, but in, in high school, I got is certainly you know where I got the most serious with writing, um, and you know it was a little more jokester at first, a little bit. Most most people when you start writing raps, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, some people a lot more than others. It's really ridiculous, but you know you know you know joking around, having fun. You know what I mean? Everybody a little bit when you start doing it, you're like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm doing it's it's funny to. To be doing it, I guess, uh, you know, just keeping it real. But, okay. um, but pretty quickly, you know, I, I mean, I was always saying something, and you know, pretty quickly, I started to realize that people would have a reaction to what I said. Um, a lot of times, you know, even just when I was sharing my own self-realizations, my own experience, whatever thoughts, you know, people seemed to connect to that, and they started making comments to me about, you know, what it meant to them, how it made them feel, an impact it may have had on them at a certain point in their life. So I got that feedback that you get when you put your, you know, message or voice or art out into the world, and uh, I connected to that. Um, you know, of course, just the older I'm getting from from Shorty all, all the way to now, just more taking in more and more music, taking in more and more ideas, interviews, thoughts, books, every you know everything you know. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in Gainesville when something called the Hip Hop Collective formed. Wow. Uh, 
and really kind of kind of sort of started around 99 you know 2000 but it became in 2001 uh officially a student-run organization um at the university of florida okay that's the year i moved here yeah yeah that's and that's something and uh and and forgive me because i'm actually you know i've i've been i've been going so fast this week and and even after this i'm I'm heading out to the next thing it it actually might have been 2000 i'm I'm sort of mixing up my dates where which i shouldn't right now but i believe it was was 2001 when it officially because it was it was active before it started but um it's kind of crazy kind of slip on my mind right now uh Anyhow, it, it was a student-run organization, University of Florida, and not not a, a you know, it. Some some people so thought it, some people thought it was you know didn't realize what it really was. They thought it was a you know rap club or hip hop club that some kids at UF were trying to you know start you know like a novelty thing. But it was it was all these b boys, all these graffiti artists, all these MCs, all these DJs. You know, every element of hip hop just going off. And really, kind of just started as like a, a bunch of b boys wanted to find a way where they could get you have to like pay for some mats or equipment, oh, okay. or, or even actually some trips to uh, different competitions. You know, okay. Um, you know, in the very, very beginning, but that the hip hop collective is another long, long story with with so much to it and so many people involved in that. But uh, just, you know, in the span of me telling you about my journey, you know, I, I will say that was a very important time, you know, because it's from 2000, 2001 until now, um, so many events, Soul Cipher, you know, so many popping jams, so many, so much community service that a lot of people don't realize, you know, I visited. About what? Uh, uh, we've gone to many different schools, Boys and Girls Club, of course. Um, what's the one school here? Sydney. Lanier. Lanier. Yeah, yeah. We, there. I mean, yeah, you name it. Like, just all this volunteer go in and, you know, perform for little kids and, you know, give them, try to be a positive influence and, you know. Yeah, kind uh, of show them. Community show them service, you know. Um, so, the, the, yeah, we could have a separate interview about that organization. But that, that was that was amazing. And we're talking about how did I get started in music and kind yeah. of what was my journey, you know. It, started like oh yeah the music grew up heard it feeling it responded to it spoke to me just you know learning more about you know not rap music but hip-hop culture and and uh its story its message you know the the, all these elements and and then being able to you know be fortunate enough of course i took the initiative to to write music and silly and then i got very serious very quick but um you know to do shows i had my own you know uh you know, I was I was energetic and active on my own, but it was amazing. Then when the hip hop collective came together, it just felt like being in like New York when hip hop started or something because there's just all these b boys everywhere, and then all of a sudden all these people come from other cities, other states, other parts of the country, other countries oh, for wow. some of these so events. Got I mean, big, huh? yeah, yeah. So they've been bigger and smaller events, but Soul Cipher's been at the O'Connell Center before. I mean, it's had thousands of people in attendance. Really? You know, Crazy Legs has been a judge, uh, Crazy Cujo, all kinds of different b-boys, you know, uh, you know, and, and members of, of hip-hop, you know, from all over. A lot of people in Florida, Aqua Boogie, you know, there's so many names, man. I, I feel bad because, like, everything we're talking about, there's so many people who deserve credit. <laughs> like, have their name shouted out, you know, but 
it was uh, it, like I said, we could have a separate interview about that. It was is very influential, and I feel very fortunate that I got to be around that. You know, it's not solely responsible for my uh, my journey, but it definitely nurtured it and fed it and cultivated it. And so, so how did how did Voice of the People come together? Because I think you know when we met, it was like prime time during that. I um I think it was Hector found yes he found he made a post in the hip hop collective forum <laughs> back in like 2002 you know 2003 the hip hop collective had a forum on their website and a lot of people really used that thing man a lot of a lot of people did um and he was just looking for a place to record and I responded to him because at the time I, was, I had started something called Voice of the People Studios. Originally, I was going to do like Molly Montana Studios, Molly Montana Productions, you know. Okay. Um, but I, I decided to have a name, and I think that was uh, inspired by Binkus, Binkus Records. They're a group, and they also have they're also a late they were also a label. I'm not sure if they are anymore. Um, anyway, out of Atlanta. So yeah, I started Voice of the People. Uh, productions and I started recording people locally. I've recorded a lot of people in Gainesville. I've recorded stuff for the Reggae Shack, like I, when they first started. Like I've worked with some of the people. I think I've been on a commercial. Omar, yeah, yeah, yeah. On what definitely voice people's on an old school Reggae Shack commercial that still airs. It plays it like NTV. They'll play it locally, all kinds of different <laughs> times. People will see it like two in the morning or some, and then they'll send me a message like, "Did I just see you on a Reggae Shack commercial?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he pays for spots here and yeah, there for that's all. That's a of good them. commercial. Still yeah, he's got is. one with Africa Two Thousand. He wanted to do a series with local musicians because he's he's a big supporter. And uh, yeah. Anyway, I, so these are all such long stories. <laughs> but that's why we're you here. know, I basically I met him. <laughs> I met him. Long on, I responded to him. And I'm like, yo, I have a studio, absolutely. And we just connected, and he came around. I met him. He was from Miami. You know, he was in a dope hip hop group down there with a bunch of MCs. He would, he he uh, was a graffiti writer as well. You know, kind of part time. And um, we just kind of connected. He he hung out, and it wasn't very long at all before we just became the best of friends and started doing music together. And I asked him if he could back me up at a show and he learned like all my songs, like nothing, like bam, you know what I mean? You know, he's hardworking, disciplined yeah. dude. Um, and yeah, he just came in and we like killed the show together. He's like, man, he's like, I really enjoyed that, you know? And he, he's like, you know, we should do some more tracks together. So we had more stuff to perform and, and that just turned into voice to people, the group. Ah. And, uh, then we, you know, I'm summarizing and jumping ahead here, but you know, we 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 start playing shows, put together an album, and we met Kenny Kenfolk, who you know came to a show. I think we we needed like a CDJ or something. We needed a you know something, a piece of equipment, and and my friend hit work with him, hit him up, told him to come out. And he brought it, and we ended up even, like, getting it before he showed up, so everything was okay. But he saw our show, and he was like, yo, man, you guys are dope, and if you ever want to DJ, I'll DJ for you. So he started playing our music, you know, being our DJ. And one night, he just was like, (laughs) 
man, I miss playing the drums. <laughs> and, and, and me and, me and yeah, me and, me and Hector were like, <laughs> you played the drums? He's like, yeah, man, I, I used to play up in D.C. I played in like seven different bands, go-go music, all kinds of like, he was saying all this stuff. I'm like, Kenny, why didn't you tell us, man? And he is so good. He's at it really, too. he's ridiculous. He's very unassuming if you ever talk. <laughs> very to this by the way, <laughs> yo, he is such a funky, dope, great drummer, man. And it was he. Ins- we we started with actually we just played the tracks, and he accompanied the drums. You know, a few people have done have done that. He he accompanied on drums like the first show we ever did, which is at Margaret Street Pub with him. Anyway, yeah. and. Uh, after that, like just kind of all the other musicians sort of just assembled out of nowhere. Rick was a bass player who Laurie Pierre, a singer that we worked with early on, used to be the lead singer for Dean's on Bass, popular funk band many, many years ago, back in the days of One Drop and all, mm-hmm. um, which has come back together apparently. Uh, just played Full a show circle. in Orlando. Yeah. Full yeah. Circle, first place I did play a show. The <laughs> yeah. Currently now the Atlantic. <laughs> now the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, crazy man. Man, so that's how it all assembles. Well, yeah, there's so many, there's so many other things that happen, but yeah, yeah, the musicians all just came, you know, one by one, and uh, Shin. I should say the other people's names. Shin Hunt came on as guitarist and also did play keyboards for us some as well because he's dope at both and more. And then uh, Shireen Taha came on, the incredible sax player. She's she's played. A, few different well probably more than a few different groups in games over the years amazing amazing yeah she's dope I amazing that. sax player amazing person I miss playing with you swing um and then uh, and West actually Wester Joseph was a member of our group for a while mm. um back when he was calling himself uh, Professor West Professor West yeah and he was like a programmer you know so he would he did some little stuff on the turntable he did you know drum machine he would use his computer and trigger samples sometimes he would do like all different stuff he probably played hand drums a few times yeah yeah you know and, and actually actually Terry Whistle from Harvey and Whistle yeah really? he actually <laughs> uh, was a keyboard player for us for the well, for a very short amount, maybe like a show, I think. I, I did not know. Yeah, this. yeah, a lot of you know. I'm just like I said, all of these are such long stories, really. But yeah, he we we came across him when we were like first not we weren't a group for too long, or we're just kind of getting our act together, and we met him, and um, he played. He like kind of came, and like we're like, oh man, we need to keep we're playing you know, the show we got coming up, and he like trying to learn all this stuff and add parts, and we played a kind of big show at Common Grounds when it was yeah. still where where now um, High Dive or whatever it is, um, and yeah, we played a big show there, but you know, I think it was just the one show he played with us, you know. That was it. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a band, you know. Yeah, a couple a couple of members, a couple extra members come in and out, but shout out to to Terry, man, you know, and that I love what he does now, man. He's he's so dope. Yeah. Funky. 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 And yeah, momentum kind of just built from there, you know. That's that's the short version. Right. Believe now, it or not. Now, another, that leads me into like the next thing I want to touch on. How did you gentlemen cross uh, paths cross? We both were active on our own, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I did, you know, a lot of things that I told you about and some other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I've hosted different MC battles and B-Boy, you know, battles. 
different battles. Okay, and don't let me forget to ask you about the one thing I saw you on recently. I think what studio was that at? Did oh, Skylab. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll yeah, talk about yeah. Skylab. Put me oh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back to that. Oh, Put me on. Yeah. You know, I love freestyling. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll give you my quick perspective of it, and then Rob can affirm or de- confirm or deny. But uh, we were both neither confirm nor. You deny. know, um, it's all bullshit. <laughs> we were both just kind of active on our own, and and I came back for one of the one of the year for Soul Ciphers. I can't remember which one it was right now, but. One, because I, 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 I left Gainesville for, for a few years. I was in okay, Lakeland area, yeah. um, kind of in between Orlando and Tampa, which was cool. I was going over to Orlando a lot, hook up with Swam and all those guys, doing a lot of shows at Full Sail. Right. Anyway, but you know, like one year at Soul Cipher when it was at that skate park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was an interesting year for Soul yeah. Cipher. We 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 just we talked a skate little bit more that night, and from then on we were kind of in contact and. Um, I did a little, like, from Lakeland, a little bit of contributions to Robzilla and, and some people here and and kind of set up a few things. So we were doing a little bit of business already. And then when I came here, you know, we were on shows together and then we became, a, like, you know, a duo, basically, you know. Um, Robzilla still does, you know, some things on his own, but, you know, we, we perform together as a duo, but we don't really use a group name because we... You know, for me, a big reason is I don't want to hide his name in the background. Um, you know, he's appreciate a, that. I, I mean, this shine. dude is is uh, an amazing talent, and he deserves for people to hear his name and know it. And and I think it's it's you know it's great what we're doing. We're MC DJ duo. We're coming together, representing the art of MCing and turntablism, and it's a wonderful thing. And I think that the two you know names. Uh, deserve to just kind of you know, stand up there on their own and, and get you know I think equal uh, FaceTime or not but that's a short version man we knew each other and then you know one year at Soul Cypher when you know again you know what I mean so many relationships <laughs> build there we talked a little bit more hung out you know and and then started doing business together and then when I moved here you know it was it wasn't too long before we, we, we snapped together man and it was awesome been awesome ever since I can I can remember I can remember when you first proposed to me. <laughs> Dang. When you pulled me in the car and you and you said, "Do you want to make music together?" <laughs> no, it was we were at a show actually, and uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Afro Man or some high dive show. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Not the one that he punched the shit. No, no, not that one. He comes through. It might have been the one here. before that. I had to or say after. It. I'm not sure. Before he started, it was a couple years before that. Okay, yeah, it was a couple years before that, but. You you basically had said to me, you know, you uh, were interested in do some, doing some music together, um, and the way you presented it to me, I was like, yeah, I want to work with this dude. He's got his head in the right place, you know. He he's serious about his business. He uh, knows what he wants. He's like got a bunch of dope music under his belt already. Why wouldn't I work with Marley the Messenger? No oh, man, thank why you. wouldn't you? Word <laughs> up, word up. <laughs> So, okay, now we did the stuff we did about half hour on the past. Now we're going to grind into what's going on now and where this movement is going, if that's okay. Let the right. church say amen. Amen. Right, amen. 
Okay, so now you told us that you just dropped the video, which we just watched. You know what I'm saying? We'll watch it again when we're done with this. Cause okay. it, first of all, who did the who did uh, oh man like, who did all that? Because I'm talking about the cinematography yeah. people. I'm gonna link this on the page by the time. Oh yes. Is, you can just click oh on the page and see yeah. It. I've been waiting to say oh. this name: Electric <laughs> Media Group <laughs> in Lakeland of all places, Lakeland, okay. Florida. My boy okay, Kenny Evans, E M G. Kenny Evans. I don't have to tell you that he holds it down because you can see well, that he holds it, it down, and, and you can quality. watch it. Watch the video he just did for I think it's a it's a Mexican group. He just did it's so awesome. Okay. <laughs> it's so, so you know high end, top notch, and I gotta say this man, and you know I'm I'm gonna say this probably even in other interviews because it's something that I want to repeat and repeat and repeat. This man not only does he do high quality work, you know, is he creative, flexible. You know, the, the, he has so many talents, you know, you know, but the dude will get you a video project faster than most of these people can get you a flyer uh-huh. that you pay, really? that you pay, that you pay for a, a flyer for your show, man. This dude will have your music video done or your interview done before that. He the interview you need to watch the interview he did of me. It's it's about eighteen minutes, but uh, he he did it all that day. Him, that's him who did the interview. Too? The interview, yeah, 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 yeah. He did a um all day music video shoot for another group here. Wow. In in uh, Gainesville, who I got a shout out, Funk Sync. What up, man? Man, what up, yeah, these guys? A lot of good shows. Has them too. looking right. <laughs> Cause they're such a dope band. Got them looking right. Spent a whole day filming them, and then came to my house. You know, after midnight, set up, and filmed this interview with me. This was a Sunday night. You know, he already did the whole the whole session of, of the you know filming sun up to sundown, way past sundown. Way you past know, sundown. going multiple locations all over town. Comes films this interview with me on a Sunday night. Has it up, completely edited, done on Wednesday. You know, and I'm sharing it and getting all kinds of views. You know. Like and watch the interview, man. It's not just a camera on you and oh, it's an interview. Like you know, he go. I'm talking about my past and history, and you know, I provided him with some things, and he asked me for a few things. But I mean, he had all of the like you know things going up with my history and all these other groups and cutting in live footage of other groups that I'm mentioning. And yeah, man, he he he's incredible. They're incredible, and he does have a team. And like, I, I he is my highest recommendation for me. Like. There's not anybody out there touching what he's doing. Um, a, a lot, a lot of people have realized that all at once because he started to get, get really busy. So holler at him and them for anything you need. Electric Media Group. They're on Facebook. I think it's theelectricmediagroup.com is their website. Okay. So yeah, no question. All no right, problem. we'll put them on the page. We'll put a link on the page. You know, try to give everybody some traffic. That's what it's all about. Before before my phone dies, because it is going to die soon, Okay. I, I want to say what up to my son, okay. Charlie. Charlie, can you hear me? Yes. You want to say what it's up to the... Little, like, it's just like a little, like, you're like a little, like, kind of, like, scribble like, uh, Scri- It's kind of scribbled? Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, it's a low signal. Charlie, uh, Charles, my okay. son, you know, we call him Charlie, uh, but, uh... You know, my name is Marley the Messenger, and he he recently told me that his MC name was going to be Charles the Messenger. Nice. So <laughs> nice. Can't hear us. Oh no! And there it died. It died. 
So he can listen to the audio later. Yeah, shout out to Charles the Messenger. <laughs> no doubt holding it down. Shout out to Charles the Messenger. There's a picture of him in the in the interview that EMG does. You see a, a little shot of him. Like he's always been like on the little beat machines, playing with a little like Wii turntable. You know, doing beatbox on. He's got a little beat machine. Like yeah. since before he could talk, break dancing all over the floor, watching Soul yeah. Cipher. Like. <laughs> so he's up and coming in training. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so EMG did the oh, video. Man, so dope. And then on this song, um, did you guys produce it together? Because I felt like I heard some of your beatboxing in there and this and that and the other. So did y'all okay. sample that? Or how did, so, y'all, how did that track come together? Yeah, for Master of the Universe, this album, like I was saying, like even though Rob Zell's all over it, it's kind of like a solo thing that I produced, like top to bottom. So I produced all the music for this album. All the lyrics and all, all the music is, is me. Um Robzilla provides some incredible turntablism throughout the album and obviously on this first song he's ripping up the beatbox man on that next level beatbox there's a lot of people who do know Robzilla beatboxes but more people don't know and now they know I feel like I knew a little bit (laughs) maybe from the shows okay yeah if you've been to a show you might have seen it and there's been a lot of ciphers and battles and events where this dude is you know had to get up on the, the especially open mics you know get up on the beatbox uh but um but a lot of people don't realize he does and now now they they're having realizations now they do now they do <laughs> yeah it was awesome man to have him like go in you know when we did something it wasn't you know some i see some people do things that are kind of gimmicky or where they, they're doing beatbox because they want because yo i want it's a formula i want beatbox on the song That'd and this so yeah, yeah and it'll be so hip-hop and this this <laughs> You know, it's like using an effect. You mix this with the hip hop, and then that, and then yeah, and then the DJ. It's you know, I don't know, just it's not as natural and organic. Um, but uh, you know, he's more like a he's really you no know, more of a uh, like a percussionist on this song, really going in and whoo, yeah. Thank you, thank you. What are, do you have anything you want to say about it, man? It's it's yeah. It it was uh, really interesting recording that song because I'd never really officially recorded in like a serious studio any beatbox before and uh just getting used to that process was really cool but jerry king made it really really easy mm-hmm. he made it super super easy just because of how good he is at what he does and just directing the whole process um we got it done lickety split um yeah. it, it was painless you know and even more interesting was then trying to replicate that for the video um, you know, because obviously there's a lot going on there, and I've got to basically like match exactly what I'm doing in the song to what you know is my lips are doing on camera in the video. Yeah, so it'll sync. Um, yeah, so it'll sync up, and that that was very interesting. I had to practice a lot, and and I still, you know, there's still a lot of frames cuts that he had to throw out because you know it wasn't right. You know, yeah, it wasn't mean? matching up. Um, which is okay because you know obviously there's there's some really complex stuff in there, and, and we did a lot get of it right every single time. Yeah, and that's why you do a lot of takes when you're doing yeah, those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. You just have to run um, it, run it, run it, and you know, yeah. mine for the goal. Yeah. Mine for the goal. Yeah. Okay, so, now yeah. as a producer myself, I just want to ask y'all. Now, what is y'all approach to making the music? Because I know right now. I just cannot, and I need to work on my time management. I don't have the time to try to produce beats. It just, I guess it maybe takes me longer than other people, but I'm a person that like dives through this hard, this terabyte of just sounds. And I spend more mm-hmm. time looking for sounds than I spend actually making beats. But it's like once oh. I find that sound, just that one sound, I can just build a whole beat around it. But 
I need uninterrupted hours. And I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad you said that too. Something I I often do that helps my productivity uh, when making beats is I have templates ready to go. It's just placeholder sounds that you know I oh, okay. probably not even going to use for the final song, but, but just basic right. drums, basic bass line, basic all the basic elements of a song I might use. Already got all the effects, everything ready to go. So I just hit new track using this template, and then I can just fill in what I want. You know, fill in the blanks, and then later on, once I'm done recording the you know the performance, then I change. You know, then you go the through and find the sounds to match what you've already written. Yeah, to kind of that match the vibe that I'm more of what I was going for to like mm. kind of perfect the sound that I'm going for. Okay, yeah. I have to I may, I may have to try that myself. Um, there's not one particular approach that I have because it's just not like that. You know, like sometimes you're talking to somebody and you know the last thing you say to them, you just you know it, it summarizes everything that you're talking about and the idea. And you just instantly know the song. You just go and write it. I've had those moments, you know, where I just went and wrote something um, and was finished. And that's wonderful. <laughs> Other times Word. it's thinking about, you know, maybe a subject or an issue and, you know, and maybe the chorus comes to you and the verses come over the weeks or months, you know. But there's songs that, you know, you spend years on, you know. There's some things that are at the forefront and there's you know I think it's important that you just create as any kind of artist you know so uh, the, it, there's different times you know something's gonna inspiration's just gonna come and, and you have something finished but sometimes it again might just be a chorus so you know it, I, I find it's a little different when you collaborate with people sometimes uh, because maybe, also, maybe there's a little more pressure to get it done um i will say if we're talking about like tips here too you know i've definitely i think it's important to be engaged in whatever you do even if you're not spending hours and hours a lot of people are worried about like oh if i didn't have a day job or if i had all these extra hours you know if this is what all i did i can invest so much into it you know one thing i did when i was working late a lot is you know i would go home and i would take a quick shower um and i but i would i would always make beats but I, I might only do take 15 minutes, you know. I, I'd say, you know what, I'm going to get a cool, I'm going to find, I'm going to go through my sounds and find a hi-hat, a bass drum snare that I like and just get a basic drum beat going on. And maybe I put a little bit of effects on it so I'm feeling it, a little reverb, you know, creating this, this atmosphere, this texture. Not a whole beat, but, you know, maybe just drums and bass, you know. I feel like an element. You know, yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'd spend 10 or 15 minutes maybe on one beat. Maybe I'd do a, a few. But then, you know, I might have something for the morning, you know, or, or the next afternoon, you know. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I, I even, when I do have, like, chunks of time or hours sometimes, which is less these days, but <laughs> um, if I have extended length of time where I can leisurely make beats, I may try to hammer out a bunch of beats that are, you know, again, maybe just drums, bass, and some keyboard or just instrument and sound, you know, not completely bare bones, but you know, just get it going. Put it, put a kind of a spinal cord in place there, I'll, and I'll try to make a bunch. And I may not work. I will, probably won't work on those for like another six months. I always try to make a, some beats that I can work on in six months. And so, like six months later, and this just works for me. You know, some people it might never work for them, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I, I, I'll pull them up six months later when I maybe I'm not have inspiration to make some beats, 
and I've got six really dope beats started that I'm already like instantly feeling that I can either develop more or I can write to. So, you know, some of the beats I'll stagger. Sometimes you get hit with a beat from another producer and you just have an idea. Mm-hmm. Things are take things happen instantly, things happen over days, weeks, months, years. It's always easy when you get it's like nice. a beat or for me at least when I get like a beat or my buddy Sean lived here, it was really easy because I'll just say, let me hear some beats. Mm. And it's be like, uh, shout out to Sean Hunter, man. Um, oh, yeah. What up, yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean Hunter? Sean, yeah, shout yeah, out man. to Sean Hunter. He he got, he's coming on the show at some point when he comes back to oh, Gainesville. Cool. Um, what up? But he would just let me hear beats, and I'd just be like, man, that shit is so wicked. I don't even, even want to try to rap over that. <laughs> yeah, he's dope. He's yeah, And he has a, I, I want to know, Sean, let me know. Do you still have that folder of beats? Because we put a couple beats in a folder a while back ago. <laughs> let me get down. <laughs> well, it was a bunch of different stuff. Like, I'm interested, you know, like I was feeling it, you know. I want to see if any of the, if there's still... Yeah, just it's still available. Um, <laughs> but still- it would always be like he would let me hear some beats, and I'd be like, uh, you know how when you hear a beat and then the song presents itself, you know, mm-hmm. it's like oh, I don't sure, even sure. have to yeah. do anything. Like the song is, I hear the song in my head just from hearing this beat, you know, and then it's yeah. just it's just a matter of writing it down or spitting it out, you know. That's that's like my favorite. I'm more of a I'm more of just a hip hop freestyle technician really is what it boils down to like I think you my need to find album, your motivation and then yeah, you're I like think my once next you do your album yeah, is going to be just it. putting on beats that is like three and a half minutes and standing there freestyling songs like three verses and a hook from scratch not writing <laughs> it not doing second takes and maybe just do like 50 of those because it's easy you know but you know that's my thing, and I don't feel like a lot of people is even trying to do that these days. Hey. A lot of people say they don't write, but they do write. They just write with the track. Right. They're like spit a bar, come back, plug in, spit a bar, come back, plug in, and say, "Oh, I don't write." It's like, no, you do write. You're just writing with a digital pen instead of a pen and paper. Right. Don't write means I walked up here, ate a mix, a McGriddle or something, brushed my teeth, and then walked in and spit. I don't know what I was gonna say. But right, right. that's a whole different thing. I'm, I think I'm, I ain't gonna talk about that no more because we're trying to create something new with that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's I've always found it easy when I just have a beat ready to go. But when it comes for the the creation of it, that's what I need to exercise more on. Like you said, maybe I need to do micro sessions. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't have to sit down and finish it right then. You know, you're a father. You know, I know. You know, you're you're a busy man. You know, you everything you do with music. This is, I, I know your lifestyle and more. So people have to understand it, it's a process, you know. And there's there's laying down a foundation, and then you know, don't be afraid either to to. I've I've written songs where like not a lot, but you know, I've written some where I, I go back and I'm like, you know, that the second verse isn't right, or this part of the verse. Actually, when it comes to like di- different lines, I've done a lot of that. Like, oh, you know, this isn't right. This isn't right. And, you know, um, so don't 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 feel bad to change it or you know have it be a process. Also, right also, also don't feel bad if you end up making something and you go, I don't like this. I'm not ever gonna do anything with this. I'm just gonna keep this in the hidden portion. Of and not life. everything <laughs> has to be like a published work of art. You know, you need yeah, to yeah. create just because you need to create, and then you can find what you want to publish. And that's why you know we have stuff that's on the back burner or the forefront. And, and a lot of times, stuff yeah. is ahead of its time. Because something that I've sure. noticed, too, is I will make something and, you know, you spend like a month or something on it and you've heard it so much to where you can't hear it anymore. You just hear the parts and pieces of it. 
Have you ever been like, like sometimes I'll hear I'll be working on something so much you're like I can't even hear it. Oh anymore. yeah, yeah, and that's when I it's just great. Hear the pieces. Yeah. I, I like when we. That's another amazing thing about having Jerry King. You know, to focus sometimes when my genius becomes madness a little. You know, because yeah, it's sometimes I say it to people you're inside of it like doing all the math, like building and engineering this concept, and you know you just kind of get lost in the math of, of all of it sometimes you know and, and you, you're not sure like man how is this even coming across or how do I even sound is this am I saying too much am I not saying enough like, I don't know it becomes this, you can't see it yeah I don't know it's 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 fascinating and I just I think a part of just getting lost in what you're doing but it's important to have focus and another thing I'll say I learned from Jerry King you know because we had a pre uh, production kind of meeting before we started the album and he was just talking about how things change he's like look you know you know whatever we it's good to know what we want to do but you know and it's good to finish what we do because things change this is kind of against working on stuff for a long time I guess but okay, okay. but he was like you know things change he's like I'm gonna be a different engineer in a few months you know I learn new things I'm constantly evolving you're gonna be a different person and we can take a song and do it but you know in a few months we could be like oh yeah now we should do this and then you know you could say well we could do this too and like you can just it's a perpetual song that goes on and on and on and uh, so it's important to make decisions and try to get it done at least when it comes to finishing an album and putting a product out of course paying for services but um but one thing that made me do you know actually specifically with master of the universe was that i put all the beats together kind of at once you know i'm like you know i put some some i made you know new for the album and there was a few that were, you know, older that I had worked on that had not been used, and all of a sudden they had a purpose. It's oh. another reason it's great to make beats because you might not even be feeling something, and then one day you're like, "Man, I made this, and this is perfect, and this speaks to me right now." So anyway, I collected a bunch of beats together, a little bit more than I needed for the album, and then I, you know, I dedicated this time to writing everything, and, and you know, I, it, so I, I made I'm. I left room for things to change throughout the process, but I made my decisions about the album. What did I want it to sound like? What did I want to talk about? You know, what did it mean? What was the statement that I was making? Okay, that's a whole project. Yeah, so for for a project album, something you're trying to put out, you know, you don't have to think in these terms just to create. You know, people. I don't think too many people are just making songs because... You know, they're thinking of it as a product, or they're thinking of it with this approach. You know, and it doesn't have to be. It shouldn't be that. You know, you need to create because you're expressing. You're know. expressing, putting it out there now. What are some of the other tracks that people should look out for on the album? Because you know, I just um, just listen to Lost in Space, and if it's okay with you, I want to put a copy of that on the page. We don't have oh, to yeah. make it downloadable, or we can make it downloadable. That's up to you. What some other tracks like people should be on the lookout for on this project, and when exactly does the project drop, or has it already dropped? Out of curiosity, January sixteenth uh, is the album release show here in Gainesville at the Jam eight seventeen West University. Okay. And this will be out before then. So this comes out then. This drops then. The album drops at the album release show. I'll have the album there in physical form. Um, and then actually, kind of a little bit staggered behind that, it'll be available on you know. Amazon, iTunes, okay, Spotify, so all the major, all the, uh, worldwide, you know, of course, through my website, we will use CD Baby, you know, the, the, there's, it, you'll be able to get it from anywhere in the world, it'll be on all those major platforms. And uh, the International Space Station as well. If you and know. International Space Station, we're also beaming it in space. Yeah. So, so y'all beaming in space? Be- beaming <laughs> it. <in the night. laughs> 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, that, that's when it comes out, and, and again, you know, it'll be a little staggered on some of those websites, but it'll be available worldwide for okay. for a download or purchase. Do we um, have the next single lined up? Um, I'm working on some different music videos with EMG. Um, I'm not 100% sure which one I want to share next. Okay. Uh, I, but yeah, Interconnectivity is one of the songs. Um, Rise is one of the songs. Um, that, you know, we. <laughs> it would be fun to do a music video for every one of the songs, and it, and it would be powerful, and it would, you know. Probably be expensive it, too. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. That, that's the other thing it would be. So that's that governor. Yeah, you know, I'm working on an album with Swam Swamberger, the MC from Soliloquist of Sound, who is a dope producer, so good. You know, he's oh god, he's worked with too many people to name too. Um, but he, yeah, I'm working on a project with him. I'm working on the project with uh, Ali Beats from Jimmy Crow Blue. Nasty. Yeah, like so, Rob. You know, Rob's made me a bunch of dope beats, and was talking about making some more. You know, there's there's no shortage of inspiration in that respect. So, um, and there's yeah, there's other albums, there's other projects, there's a lot of other things that I'm gonna be doing. This is, I've you know, I've done mixtapes, I've done independent releases that I recorded. I've done a lot of different, you know, I've put a lot of different work out there over the years. Um, not, not definitely not all available online. Now, is you dropping this um, through a record label, or are you doing it yourself, independent? How is my own independent um, record label? That's what's up. Yeah, That's what that I, I tell wasn't... people. Like nowadays, yeah. I think the mind state of getting signed is not really that important anymore. Yeah. Like we. The marketplace is in front of us. And the other, yeah, the other thing is too for any really record label or any, you know, big or small, for any investment to be interested in getting behind you, you really need to be worth something more than just being oh talented. talented. Yeah, well, yeah, you need to be a profitable brand and and business. And know? that is the key, and that's why I feel like they're irrelevant. Because if you build up a brand, the only thing that they can really do is you're selling them your brand. Just like if I build up a jar brand and then Bell or Ball, the people who make jars, wants to buy my jar brand. But now it's like, well, I can build up a brand and nobody needs distribution because who buys hard CDs anymore? Nobody. Um, distribution is all digital. Series. And then like part of me is thinking that the music really isn't the product anymore. The show is. You know, so like even with this podcast, I just give it away for free to drive exposure to the artists that I know because 2016, at some point, the album is going to drop. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Gonna, yeah. You know, so, you know, I think that's the real key is, is, is just build, like you just said, building up our own brands, you know, and yeah. putting value in it. Because like even with this, once enough people visit this page, then you can sell ad space. You know, mm. I can put ads at the beginning and end. You know, and for the artist, it's always a big ad. <laughs> you know, whole page full, and everybody wins. Yeah. You know, yeah, so like do y'all have shows lined up? Yeah, we, I know you said you got the sixteenth going. And we're yeah, you know we we've because <laughs> I know you know you know I know you do your thing, so I know people are gonna be wanting to know where to see sure. all that. Yeah, we're booked into March of next year. Um, okay, and, and we're we're setting things up all over Florida and kind of the southeast. 
we do have people who want us to fly out, you know, across country. Because y'all you know, flavor is bigger than a Florida flavor. That flavor can really... Flavor Florida? That flavor can really travel. Um, yeah, I mean, the, what... In short, one of the things I'm trying... I'm, I'm going to be doing, you know, 2016 and just with this album, like... Because some people who know me and who are in my circle, maybe they're Facebook friends and all, they've heard me talking about this album for a couple of years. I've worked working on it, on it actually a little over two years. Okay. But it's not the only thing that I've been doing by any stretch of the imagination. I've been going to other cities. I've been networking uh, with all kinds of communities and artists and people. But uh, this this is kind of the first, like... Um, I don't want to say serious statement, but it's it's the first in a series of, of uh, me being a lot more serious about my career um, and what I'm doing. You know, uh, that part of that was also forming my my first company, my first LLC. You know, every everything from now on is going to be uh, professionally mixed and mastered, published, copywritten, available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, worldwide, everything, you know, like... Uh, Getting your business right. Yeah, yeah. Pop, you know, music videos are going to be high-definition, cinematic, classy, meaningful. Okay. Uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it's... Every, every Everything, our art, you know, that we do artistically is going to be kind of, yeah, on... on um, Top top notch. We're not going to be messing around with it. You know, we're we're going to put it out there to sell, and to hit the masses, and for people to be able to hear it, <laughs> and see it, and feel it, and experience it to the, you know, fullest extent. You know, word up. So pretty um, much, you're gonna build up your brand. Yeah, absolutely. I've been. I have Which a long. Both of us about. have histories and 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 you know, careers and and stories. Um, but this is. This is kind of the big, really, the beginning of kind of being about our business, if if you will. I don't want to make it sound like too uh, corporate. <laughs> no, but you know, but you know what? Organized, man. you know what I mean? Like, you know, we've been soldiers for a long time, and now we're, you know, I'm gonna step up as a general and like really, you know, uh, make some uh, important decisions and moves and and uh, you know. And, and I don't know, you know, I guess I feel even more inspired. I've always felt great about saying what I've said because I, I say what I feel needs to be said, what I think that I need to get off my chest or whatever I think the people around me need to hear, you know, I, you know, but, but now I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm even bolder about what I'm saying, you know, and I feel like it's a more important message for the human race and I feel like it needs to be out there. So, you know. Not it's not just that I'm trying to have the whole world looking at me, look at me, hear me, listen to me. I just feel like there's a, these things need to be said and people need to hear them. So I want you know I'm trying to create a better world for my son and for all of everybody else's sons and daughters and brothers and sisters and and that's one reason I don't get along and down with certain people. You know like it matters to me how you live your life. You know what I mean? Um, you know and 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 how you treat men and women and people out there because these are this could be my son or daughter or sister or brother and so and it matters man because yeah. like you said and, and, and something that you touched on is like you know we have families we have responsibilities and we're getting older you know and as I notice as I get older <clears throat> it's just different things become important and a lot of stuff you just have to push to the left man you know you know you just have to push it to the left and do things in a proper fashion so that when things come full circle, everything is proper, you know. Because a lot of people, 
you know, they're very talented. They do their music, but then the paperwork is not right. So when the shit sell in, yeah, you know, a lot of people get right. how many stories have we heard in hip hop of people just being taken advantage of, and you know, and Man. you got and you got artists like Prince up there telling everybody yeah. like, you know, don't join a record label. You know, this yeah. is ridiculous. I'm, yeah, I mean, know. Bo Diddley, man, um, his uh. His uh, friend and my friend, Scott, you know Scott, Skin Tight? Mm-hmm. Skin Tight was on episode one, you know, and he was just telling us how they're still going through it with the managers and stuff, not trying to, you know, break bread and trying to sell the man stuff and not give the heirs. To... So it's, when the paperwork is not right, it can cause repercussions even after you go on, man, because yeah. that music is eternal, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, like I said, a lot of us, a lot of people are before their time. So you drop something and publish it now, and the next thing you know, boom, 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 somebody pick it up, re-record it, and that's money, mm-hmm. you know. And then, oh, and you know, one other thing I want to touch on, because I heard you mention it at a show, Rodzilla. Mm-hmm. You give classes on the DJM? I do. I do training. Okay. Absolutely. Training and lessons. Uh, basically, anybody who wants to learn how to do the art of turntablism, DJing, whatnot. Um, I even sometimes delve into production and beatboxing for people who want it. Okay. Um. I will, you know, do one-on-one personalized training for people, um, and, you know, I've got a lot of, uh, you know, satisfied students so far, like Kashmira, she's, you know, she's not in town anymore, but she, uh, I think she, she moved out west recently, um, but uh, she's, you know, she's getting really good at what she's doing, she's been doing it for years, went to lessons for like every week for a couple of years. Wow. Um, yeah, she was really dedicated. Um and you know because of that she's she's gotten pretty far for the short amount of time she's been doing it um but a lot of other cats like steven i want to shout out my students steven um you know my my homie lonnie you know from ocean vape lounge yeah. Yeah. Check, out, check that place out ocean vape lounge uh jp stacks lonnie JP. Eli Kaplan of Street Lamp Studios all getting down in there you know it's Preach. a pretty dope little spot but anyway um where was I? What was I talking about? I got a little distracted by uh, my homies. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the classes, the DJ yeah, lessons. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, basically, you know, I start from the beginning. I, you know, we'll go over the ba- most simple basic stuff like baby scratches. Um, I go over the basics of beat matching and mixing. I go over music theory like counting beats and bars. Um, I go over beat juggling, anything you would need to be able to battle, to be able to rock a club, to be able to record an album you know what I, you know what I mean like anything you want I can provide in these lessons so that's that's what I provide I do it because I love music and I know how it can enrich people's lives and make it better and you know it's just and I want to make sure that it's you know passed down in a way that preserves you know hip-hop murder up murder up and having this dude in your area I just want to say to all the people who are you know within a few hundred miles <laughs> or who live in Gainesville yeah uh, who, who, who just live here um, it's like having Bruce Lee you know in your own town and you he'll be he's, he's, you can sign up for lessons man I, I would take advantage of it I really really would it's it's a great it, it's it's pretty incredible to have somebody like this this close by who's like yeah it's, and and it's not it's not a crazy rate it's not crazy at all where it up all right that well, crazy cheap actually, actually. <laughs> yeah it is well, believe it or not gentlemen we've done an hour so uh, now is the magical time to where you can take as long as you want to plug your website shows you know your cousin Ray Ray whoever you know just drop the plugs tell the people how to get at you tell them what's going on take your time 
I'll, I'll let you hop. first, Marley. All right, then. My pipses. <laughs> what up? This is Marley the Messenger. Please visit my website, www.marleythemessenger.com. Join the mailing list. I want you to know what's going on. I want you to stay informed. I got a shout out to the Ocean Vapor Lounge, our homies that Rob Zilla mentioned earlier. It's like new business, Gainesville Premier's Vape Shop and Lounge, our homie Eli Kaplan, Lonnie, JP. Uh, it's it's an awesome spot. They have free Wi-Fi and they have coffee there, so it's a it's actually a really good place to go do your homework. Some dude wrote his thesis there. <laughs> Is on, it um, like on, the, uh, the vape cigs or like it's right? It's on like Southwest Thirteenth, right next to High Tides, like right right down from it. Oh okay. Um, okay. Yeah, they they sell a wide variety of different vaping systems. You know, oh, they, okay. They cover all of it pretty much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, shout out to Electric Media Group. EMG is the best. EMG. Hire them for anything. Videography, photography, graphic design. Advice. Life advice. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Never Say Never Foundation. This is an incredible organization Rob Zell and I both work with. Um, you know, they they do so much. Uh, and they they raise money and, and have, have buy kids like sports prosthetics. Mm. Um, a lot of people don't realize this, but like, you know, a lot of insurance doesn't cover prosthetics if somebody needs it. And if they do, they especially don't cover the sports prosthetics. Oh. And you need a different kind of prosthetic to be able to run than you do to walk. So we could talk about these guys a long time, too. They do a lot of things. They do an annual event, pirate camp with all these families who come. They, you know, it's it's a three, now four day event in clear water where they take all the kids sailing do all these water sports take them to the aquarium do so much have just a great time uh for the past four years that they've had it they've had rob zell and i out every year to uh they have a little party you know and he dj's imc and, and make announcements we do awards and all but uh look them up never say never foundation incredible human beings uh, as well as the Pirates of the Carefree Being, they're kind of tied in with them. They're a little bit more just uh, you know activists and just great people uh, than than being a business. But uh, look them up. Um, got a shout out Skylab Studio, Jerry King, the master, incredible Skylab. facility, legendary. Uh, legendary. Hit up, hit them up. Even if you're not in Gainesville and you record your own music, you can send it to him and have him mix and master it. And you will be surprised that you recorded it. <laughs> um, hit them up, skylabstudios.com. They're amazing, really, really amazing. And if you're around, come come record there. It's worth the investment, trust me. Got to shout out the Curators of Hip Hop. This is an incredible movement. Um, you know, it kind of started with a filmmaker who made a, a documentary about emceeing and, and, and rap music. Uh, um, it actually has... They, they have Logic in it. He's okay. uh, one of the guys kind of like right as slash before he blew up, you know, with his successful career that he's having now. Um, he's he, he's on it. There's, there's some really uh, cool uh, MCs on there. Uh, they're, they're, their plan is to make a different documentary on each element of hip-hop. Okay. MCing, breakdancing, DJ graffiti, you know, and, and different elements of the culture. Entrepreneurialism. I, I, I really don't even know how far that... You know their vision extends honestly they do so much but it's cool because it really started with that but these these guys have been taking it to different college campuses all over the country and now world showing the film when they come to the city they'll set up a show 
and they'll get like one one of the dopest local acts and then they'll grab somebody from like you know 60 100 miles away and and east and west and bring them there and put on a dope show uh when they came to gainesville and went to the university of florida rob zilla and i were who they had reached out to nice. uh and we played alongside dynasty who's from uh tampa and uh I don't, you know, I, I think I did hear her name before, but somehow slept on her. She is a dope female MC from the Tampa area. Dynasty. DJ Premier heard her and ended up producing a song for her. They have a song, and he's in the music video. Uh, has a song with Talib Kweli now. Um, oh, okay. She she goes in dope, dope MC. Uh, she gave us a lot of love too. That was a dope show. Um, that and uh, Vintage Tux, awesome, awesome, dope underground hip hop. You know, group from um, Tallahassee. So dope. So dope. That was such a dope show, man. It was one of the dopest shows that we've had in a long time, you know, without being the biggest. Uh, really incredible show. And, and they're just going all over the country and world, showing the film, bringing together communities. And it's just become a whole movement, you know. They were in Boston while all that stuff was going down. They're like kind of oh, wow. jumping all around when things are going on. And, you know, they just did an interview with Africa Bambata. I mean, nice. they're, they're really, they're curators of hip hop. Um, I'm the Gainesville ambassador for them. They they anointed me. Were you anointed? <laughs> I was anointed. <laughs> uh, you know, and anointed and appointed. And uh, they've got ambassadors all over the country. And you know, and they're they're, they're working to set up a kind of a you know a touring network, of which they have. You know, so the artists can move up and down. And I'll tell you, everybody that I've gotten put onto through the curators of hip hop is dope. So good. So you know, talented. Cool mind, cool personality. Like, they're on Facebook. Uh, Yeah, and 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 just if you you know do a web search of curators of hip hop, I think it's curatorsofhiphop.com, but maybe it's .org. Okay, so it'll pop up on Google. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but 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 look them up because it it, they really are what they say they are, and uh, it's 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 a movement to get involved with and and definitely to be aware of. you guys are going to hear pretty soon about FNDC, Filthy Needles, Dusty Chops. It is kind of underground beat maker crew that Rob Zilla uh, came up with a concept for and has assembled. And uh, been a little slow moving because everybody involved is pretty much everybody involved has been very involved with other very serious projects. But uh, there's going to be a series of just uh, beat tapes, you know, instrumental albums that come out from. Uh, FNDC. I'm a member. Rob Zilla is a member. Al Love is a member. Ali Beats. I'll, I'll let Rob tell you some more when he does his shout outs. But um, just something to kind of look out for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's if, coming up. Yeah. And again, please go to my website, if nothing else, MarleyTheMessenger.com. That links to all the other places that I'm at, you know, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, wherever. Follow me anywhere. It, it's appreciated. You know, when you, when you do these things too, other people will see your activity. They see the likes, the shares, you know, the Patriots. recent activity, and it really, it really helps, you know, because you know, if you know, if you're feeling it, obviously, um, just you know, I will say in closing, just you know, we are artists and we're people who care about our community, we care about humanity. Of course, we have deep love and appreciation. We care about hip hop culture, and we're curators and preservationists of that, you know. But we're, you know, we're artists and we're human beings that, you know. 
if you get behind us, you know, we're going to do good things. We're, we're working to make a better world. I don't know if that sounds corny or, or unrealistic, but uh, to me, it's exactly, you know, our purpose. You know, we're trying to go to communities and not just play shows where everybody's got their hands up in the air praising us, but we want to be engaging people and connecting with the communities and having an effect, you know, wherever we go and helping people expand their awareness and teaching them different art forms and you know, teaching them about business and, you know, teaching them about respect and, and, uh, you know, because the greater our awareness is as a human race, the, the better we'll do and we'll be. And, uh, we don't have to listen to all the nonsense and propaganda and lies that we see on the TV and, and in every direction that we look, all these flashing lights everywhere. You know, we don't have to accept that as our reality. We can say we can have a better world and uh, we can get along with our neighbors and, and our community and we can we can figure things out. We don't need anybody else to save us. We can rise ourselves and realize our, our true potential and that is that we can be great. So I love all y'all. Thanks for giving me your time. Robzilla, what you gotta hit him with? You know, not much. Uh, you know, there's a couple of things I wanna mention. You know, just uh, maybe a couple projects that's coming down. FNDC was one of them. I wanted to mention that. FNDC! Filthy Needles, Dusty Chops. Um, you know, maybe I should go over, you know, kind of some of the people who are involved. That would Please. be me, Marley, uh, Cliff Word of Street Lamp Studios, and Eli Kaplan, uh, Ollie from JCB, um, DJ Shotgun, uh, Ruben Cardona. Oh, yeah. Um, Duval! Uh, Wester Joseph. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Alex um, from. Oh, yeah, yeah, from MSNRA. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. Can't forget about my And I love, I love Super Dope Beatmaker. Um, there's so many people. It's it's really hard, like, to, to keep a list in my head right now. Is there, is there, who, who else is in that crew? There's, like, 12 people. I, yeah, I don't man. have a list in front of me right now. Yeah. So it's like, there's, I feel like there's a couple escaping me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm having the same problem, like I said. I mean, we've, we're just... This is such a crazy time. Um, lots of late nights and uh, and early mornings, right? Like our home. Yeah. Uh, late night, early morning. Yes, yeah. Recently, yeah. I've really been grinding hard, crazy going. So, Which I believe, uh, so. speaking of NEM, Nick Swain just dropped a, a video and uh, song that I did cuts for uh, Ventilation. Okay. Get him. Um, Yep, mm-hmm. it's it's a really nice video, and I really like what his engineer did with my cuts. I was really impressed with it. Um, the uh, it's uh, I can't even remember right now, but uh, yeah, he's he did a really good job. I'm I'm super super happy with it, and I, I can't wait to see more of what comes out from the LNEM camp because they're they're all so amazing. Um, also, there's a project me and Cliff are working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat tape called Wordzilla. So ah. first, first volume. Um, it's basically done. I'm just kind of waiting for all my other projects to, you know, especially this thing with Marley, the Master of the Universe. Uh, I'll kind of waiting for that to drop before I really put, push that, you know, for obvious reasons. Also because you know it's something I want to put a little more work into, um, and that I just don't have time to work on right now with, uh, you know, all the, you know, stuff with the Master of the Universe I'm working on, but. I can't wait for that. It's gonna be really ill. Cliff Cliff Ward is a nasty beat maker. He uh, he he does that kind of like boom bap flavor, you know, the New York style beat, but he's got his own like southern swagger to it. So, 
you know, he's a vinyl digger. Um, he chops up samples <laughs> like a beast. You know, he's he's really he's really nasty. So I, I can't wait for y'all to hear that. Um, and of course, I don't know if anybody knows about this, but Jay Storm of the Table Hogs, a crew that I'm a, a member of, out of Orlando. Jay Storm just won the cut to cut battle in Miami. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Jay Storm. Congratulations, <laughs> Jay Storm. Good job. I know there's a lot of haters on the internet, but you know, <laughs> just gotta say, say, screw that. And there's move, a whole lot of haters on the internet. And just move with it, cause you well, know, there's hate. there's haters everywhere, you man. It the, the more successful you are, the more haters there will be. That's the only constant. Man, I'm like Saruman from Lord of the Rings, man. I feed off of that hate, man. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it into positivity. You know what I'm saying? I eat it. You can't hate on this. No. Um, so that's that's really cool. Congratulations, Jay Storm. Um, keep it up. He's always been hard in the battle circuit. He's also won a few DMCs. Um, he won the South Southeast uh, Conference in the DMCs one year. Um, I believe it was, this might be wrong, but I think it was 2008, maybe 2006. One of the two years. Oh. Yeah. yeah, man. Shout out to the Table Hogs, which is something we didn't talk about today yeah. uh, that I did mention in that EMG interview. Um, the Table Hogs is an invitation-only turntablist crew. Uh, pretty much based out of Orlando with DJ SPS, J Storm, DJ Robzilla. Who, name, name some more members for me. You, you actually know the members. Oh, Rubox. Rubox, yeah. Um, do we say Sure Shot? Did you mention DJ Sure Shot? Nope, nope, Sure Shot. Sure Shot. Okay. Uh, all the dope, yeah, the dopest around, man. Incredible, all the high, high, you know, highly skilled turntablist DJs. Um, incredible. Robzilla's a member of that crew, and that's, that's, that's an awesome, mm-hmm. you know, honor to. It's it's a super big honor, um, and they're gonna be hitting hitting you harder too in twenty sixteen because they they're all staying busy. I see I see what they're doing and they're all staying busy doing. We see you the battle circuit. See you, son. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the whole ozone. Orlando is a, has an incredible hip hop scene. Mm-hmm. So many dope people. I always try to shout everybody out. Etern, M I M, Joe Rock, oh man, Alex Minor. Mm-hmm. God, all so, so nasty. Man. Myverse, what up? MC. Incredible female MC. Tearing up the battles right now. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody made Myverse mad. She's killing every female MC. She must be the only and one left. She's yeah, and male MC. All of them. Get it. And on the grind because she's in the, uh, what is it, the um, the Rock Steady crew invited her like a couple years ago. Mm. Now she's been in a couple years and getting her, her B-girl on. So... Uh, oh, somebody else I forgot to shout out to, man. Uh, Tristan Harvey, man. That's another. That's that's like. Uh, I think I've said this to you, homie. I don't know if you know this or not, but you're one of my favorite artists in Gainesville. I got a lot of people I love, but I really uh, am blown away by his music and performance every time I see him. I need so. to check. I've never heard of Tristan. Tristan Harvey's okay. incredible. He has a kind of a partnership with Terry Whistle for Harvey and Whistle. Yeah, yeah. He's dope, man. Look him up. He's on everything. Facebook, Super SoundCloud. Super original music. And you gotta see him live. Live is yeah. live is the thing. And I think live is for anybody. Even even for us, you know, you live yeah. is, is just is where the music is. It make, it make, that's make a break to me. Anybody just, oh, yeah. He has so much fun with it. Like, you just cannot help but just have fun when you're at his show. I love it. I'm a passionate MC performer, human being, and he's very passionate. So I guess that also kind of hits home with me. But he's he's talented in many respects. So shout out Tristan Harvey, man, one of the, the dopest in Gainesville. I got a lot of love and respect for this guy. 
Shout out Tristan Harvey. I'm going to check out your Facebook page later so, today. <laughs> but yeah, lot, lots, as you could tell from some of the things we touched on, there's a lot going on and a lot about to happen. And uh, Master of the Universe, again, was a very personal passion project that I spent the past few years working on. And, you know, it, there's, there's a lot to follow. There's other albums we're already working on, other collaborations. And, and you know, we're communicating with, you know, people all over the country and world. And, uh, you know, glad to be here representing Gainesville, Florida, the 352. Ooh. Love Gainesville. Ooh. I was born here, you know. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I love Gville and I love Florida. I love the Southeast. You know, and I, I, I love being alive and being an MC, uh, working with DJ Robzilla, being interviewed by my homie. Skrilla. Yeah. You know I'm saying that I've known for so many years. And uh, thanks for having us out. You know, again, visit the website, connect with us so you can know what's going on because a lot's about to happen and I could really use and would appreciate your support. Repost, reshares, retweets, all that stuff. You know, let's let's get this out. We're not, you know, I know so many of you guys are tired of the nonsense, garbage, and bullshit that you hear in music and that you hear in life, you know, and and we're right there with you and we're trying to say something that's worth, you know, being said and trying to make a difference. So if you... I want to support those things, get behind those types of things, and get behind us, because that's what you'll be supporting. Thank Word. you. Word. And uh, on that note, Marty the Messenger, DJ Rob Zilla, thank you for coming through. Uh, here we go. Peace. <laughs> I got faded tattoos. I got holes in my shoes. Got a beat of guitar. And I can show single blues. And it's hard. All right, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, truth tellers, there it is. Hip hop lives with Marty the Messenger and DJ Rob Zilla. Shout out to those guys for coming through and chilling with me again. Oh, and if you did not know, if you did not know, this weekend, I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to this on the weekend that this is released and you made it to the end of this podcast, big announcement. This weekend is the release of marley's new album so come check out i think i'm pretty sure it's at the jam but you know go to his website and get all the links it's at the jam pretty sure it's like 9 30 or something you know what time shows start and what time he hop on the stage and whatnot but i'm not gonna put out the wrong information but I, what i am gonna tell you is the record is dropping this weekend uh the show is this weekend i'm gonna be there you should be there it's about 27 links on this page that he did. So go to one of those links because I took the time to build the page and put all the links on there. So go to one of those links and figure out when the show is dropping to come show some support for local artists and real hip hop. And like I said, don't forget to go over to Sky High TV and check out my man E. Youngin, Music and Marijuana. Turn up 
and all that good stuff. And come to the page, www.tellmethetruth.podcast.com. Brought to you by yours truly, Son Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God in the flesh. No blasphemy. Word up. Uh, and other than that, we got one more selection from Marley the Messenger. And oh, yeah. And next episode, I think next episode is going to be conspiracy theory. So uh, keep your ears out on that. And, you know, like I always tell them, if you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. Peace. It had its own rhythm, whole system so spinning And people felt it, but they didn't think and don't listen So they just ignored and started to walk towards it Till collision proved it wasn't down to roll with them I've lost some friends and even family and known victims I'm telling everyone and knowing that some won't listen It might seem sudden to you all at once and no prevention When you're on a course to intercept the path of your decision Our greatest weapon is tradition, repetition, pay attention If it's what you focus on, then it's your vision The conditions that you live in are the symptoms of your mental composition As you build this definition This is the engine, our vehicle the transporter plus you know who's driven where's the opposition we on the mission need to self-destruct to empty all our ammunition how is your precision what did you envision is it thug living is there every type of luxury with none missing are you fighting and kicking are you poverty stricken are you failing and fading are you lost in transition no good comes out of hoping and wishing you saw it all play out now you're totally tripping you try to find a quick escape or maybe stop the ignition when you hit set it all in motion and it always exists <laughs> When it don't destroy and reminiscing, holding on to old rhythms, feeding strength in the mind and your whole wisdom. And know that cleverness can bring you out of low income. It's a power we possess, though some need convincing. Between the mind and the environment, there's no division. You can reassign meaning for your limits lifted. Raise your standards, make a plan, start the expedition. A new mind frame comes with learning no limit. A new authority, the universe is now shifted as it expands for the growth of your cognition. Surround yourself with a game tight coalition. Beyond who you're befriending, commit to no pretending. No excuses, no diversions, yes, a total cleansing What's the tool? Time to move, now you go hit them These are steps you can take in your reinvention Act, learn, build, repeat till there's no friction Stay tight, compact, keep it close-fisted Practice talents, training must be unending Develop new skills and tell yourself there's no quitting Control your focus every moment, notice how it's getting Concerto, magnifico, flow, and pro spitting Fueled by passion, forward motion, and an oath given Bending time and space between both eardrums drums. <laughs>